Today we have a very special episode. It is our very first best of show, and this one features all the way back to the first episode that I ever did, which is an interview with Devon Franklin. Devon is an award-winning Hollywood producer. He's a best-selling author. He's a renowned pastor and preacher, motivational speaker. This guy knows everybody. He's got his hands in a bunch of different business and entrepreneurial efforts, and he still maintains a great marriage and a great connection with God. This particular episode was first recorded at NRB 2017. Devon and I had a chance to sit down and talk about all sorts of great little nuggets of wisdom regarding success and forward motion and how to keep your head in the midst of trying to accomplish these dreams that God places on your heart. And if you haven't had a chance to listen to this episode, I highly suggest that you do. So please enjoy the best of the Lucas Miles Show featuring my interview with Devon Franklin. Thanks for having me, Lucas. Good to be here. Definitely. This is our first time actually meeting. We passed a little bit in the hallway uh, last year at NRB, but it's really great to see you and to sit down with you. Uh, very impressed with your work. And, oh, thank you. you know, uh, for, for maybe some of our listeners that, that um, don't know the name behind the work, yeah. tell us a few projects that you've done that they might be familiar with. Uh, I most recently produced Miracles from Heaven, which came out last year with Jennifer Garner and Queen Latifah. And uh, before that, I worked on, I was a studio executive uh, for Columbia Pictures for about 10 years and uh, worked on everything from Pursuit of Happiness to the Karate Kid remake to Heaven is for Real. Uh, and then right after Heaven is for Real, I started my own company, uh, Franklin Entertainment. And uh, so now I run that company. I'm a producer. And, you know, I've been in Hollywood since I was 18 years old. Wow. Started as an intern for Will Smith and have been working my way up ever since. How did that come about? The, you know, because, I mean, that's, that's something I'm always interested in is, like, where did the, the inception of the success start at? So how did you get the gig with Will Smith? You, uh, I started, um, let's see, I went to USC, the okay. University of Southern California. And uh, I got rejected from the film school. You know, USC film <laughs> school is the number one film school in the world. And let's uh, just pause there because that tells you know there's a lot of people listening to this that are going to be aspiring filmmakers. I know. In those that means that you know you don't always have to listen to the criticism That's initially right. and just push That's through right. it. That's, That's awesome. right. And I think sometimes we you know view rejection mm-hmm. uh, as a as a as a denial from God, but sometimes rejection is His protection, so that we can actually do mm. the thing that we need to do. And if we had gotten the thing that we wanted, maybe it would have been a diversion. Right. And so I'm so grateful that I did not get the uh, acceptance into the film school, but I did get accepted general admission to USC. Okay. And so I knew that I needed to get some real industry experience. And I went out for an internship interview at the management company that managed Will Smith. Uh, My job in high school, my after school job was working for a nonprofit in Northern California, in Oakland. And the executive director of that organization was college roommates with a guy named Takashi who wrote Set It Off. Oh, wow. And so he, at the time, he was a very prominent screenwriter. Yeah. And, you know, very, very hot. And so when I got to L.A., the executive director set up a meeting for me and Takashi. So I met with Takashi, and Takashi was the one that said, you should get an internship uh, at the management company that manages Will. So I put in my resume. They called me in for an interview, and I ended up getting the internship. And that was really the beginning of my career. And 
And everything that has happened since then goes back to that moment. I call that the success snowball. You know, it's like if you want to build a snowman, you got to start with a little snowball and just keep rolling that into one thing after another. And you've obviously done that very well. You have quite a few projects and, you know, uh, uh, really, you know, successful things underneath your belt here. But you have a new project that's coming out. Tell me about that a little bit. So I'm uh, executive producer of The Star. It's an animated film. It's the story of the first Christmas told from the animal's point of view. And the lead character is the donkey that carries Mary and Joseph to the manger. And what we call this the greatest story never told. And what you didn't realize that the animals played a much bigger role in this uh, you know, historic event than most people realize. And we wanted to do, I wanted to do an animated film because you know, animation is, is really capturing you know, the heartbeat of the culture. When you look at everything from trolls to um, Finding Dory to Zootopia, I mean, these are not films for children. They're yeah. films for all audiences. Right. And what better story to make an entree into this incredibly uh, vibrant space than with the star, mm. the story of, of the first Christmas. I like this because I think that, you know, when we hear the same story over and over again, we, we start to become numb to it. That's right. But unless it's told from a different perspective. And totally. so, you know, exactly. the way in which you're kind of inserting, it's like, you know, it's like as a pastor, you know, I started preaching at 17. And Is so, that right? you know, when you, when you had, you know, you could say the same thing to your congregation for like 10 years and you have a guest speaker show up and they say the same thing that you've been saying, but everybody like gets saved and they have a big <laughs> revival, you know? And, and so, but you know, so I, I love this idea of taking this, yeah. animating it, and then taking it from the animal perspective. I think that I, I'm excited to see this yes. and just see the impact that this makes. And there's some big names in this thing. Yes. We, have, we have Oprah Winfrey, Tyler, Tyler Perry, Perry yep. Kelly Clarkson, uh, Christine. Uh, uh, Chinaworth, uh, um, Tracy Morgan. I mean, yeah, this Kelly, Kelly, uh, Kelly Clarkson. Kelly Clarkson. Said, yeah, um, Delilah. Delilah. Yeah, we have a great Christopher all-star. Plumber. I mean, this thing's this thing's legit oh, yeah. here. Oh yeah, Ving Rhames, Gabriel Iglesias. I mean, we got you know. And the good thing about the story is the story itself was so is so universally known. All of the people that you just listed wanted to be a part of this film because they really are not only love the material but also want to be a part of like giving this story again to this generation. Yeah. And sometimes it's so important to keep our stories alive and we have to find creative ways to do that. And I think this, this story, uh, I think will we'll do it and I'm yeah. hoping that it'll do it. And also I think it's really great to be a part of something that has some meaning and mm-hmm. has some, some uh, you know, inspiration behind it. Yeah. And Christmas to a degree has become so commercialized mm-hmm. and it's gotten so far away from what it is supposed to be. Yeah. And the idea of being able to do this movie and, and really reinstilling what it means for this season and what it really is about and what that means for our life. I'm hoping that this film not only will entertain, but also inspire. Awesome. Very cool. Okay, so let's let's talk about this. I mean, I think that, and I'm I'm in Hollywood. I live in the Midwest, but I'm in Hollywood about every other month for mm-hmm. work and you know trips out there. So I mean, I, and I've been doing that for years. So I, I get kind of that world. Um, but a lot of people that aren't in Hollywood, especially believers, there's there might be this undertone of Hollywood's going to hell in a handbasket. And obviously, that's not been what your experience is with your company. I mean, you guys are you guys are ministering to people on a really broad mm-hmm. scale. So. Talk to me about maybe what are some of the the things that maybe people aren't hearing from Hollywood or don't know about in maybe the rest of the Christian world outside of there that they're that they're really um, you know talk about what what's God doing underneath the scenes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's it's interesting. My next book is called The Hollywood Commandments: A Spiritual Guide to Secular Success, mm. and it's basically the ten laws for success that I learned while working in Hollywood that they don't really teach in the church. 
And I wanted to write that book, you know, really much because of so much of what you're asking yeah. in the question. And I think that for too long, uh, people of faith have been raised in a culture of fear. And that culture of fear has kept us back instead of releasing us forward. Right. You know, when we know who we serve and we know what he's done for us and that it has financed our ability to become who we're supposed to be. Yet we get up every day and say, oh, I can't go too far. If I go too far, something's going to happen. It's almost like the Wizard of Oz. It's like, oh, you know, we believe, oh my goodness, you know, that there's this magical place. And then we realize, well, no, it, it wasn't, okay? You didn't have to follow the yellow brick road. <laughs> well, the yellow brick road didn't lead anywhere. Right, okay? that's good. At the end of the day, you already had it in you. Right. And it's about the journey. And so that's what I, I really want to, to capture in this next book. And that's the, the, to answer your question, is that I think that so many times, you know, when you talk about Hollywood, for whatever reason, there has been this label put over the system, which has been detrimental because no matter whether you like Hollywood or not, it is the medium that is influencing yep. and inspiring the world, yeah. no matter how you look at it. So we either have a choice. When the Bible says, you know, go ye therefore, you know, for witness unto all nations, you know, and preach the word, okay? It, you said you, you minister, I minister too. Even if 100,000 people show up to one of our sermons, that's like a blip on the radar for how many people are going to see a movie, Yeah. for how many people are going to watch a television show, Yep. for how many people are going to hear a song. Mm -hmm. So for us to want to win the world, yeah. but then we want to distance ourselves from Hollywood, yeah. it, it doesn't make sense. That's so good. And, and, and the same people, my experience is that, you know, again, it's very easy to demonize Hollywood, but I've had experience in Hollywood where there are great people, yes. wonderful people, people who are family people who want to make, who, who want to do good in the world. They may have a different point of view, but they don't come in, you know, to the office saying, you know, how can I make content that's going to disrupt families or anything like that? That's not the intention. So I think it's important to embrace and engage. Now, of course, with any industry, and Hollywood is no exception, there are going to be pitfalls. Yeah. But I think the pitfalls are predominantly based upon the individual's predisposition for ambition and whatever they may find tempting of in and of themselves. Yeah. You've seen plenty of people in ministry who, because they had a, a desire in and of themselves, that temptation for to cut corners or to not be a good friend or a good colleague yeah. or to say, you know what, I'm not gonna embrace the community for whatever reason because they had ambition to do whatever they thought was gonna build them up. That's the same as it is in Hollywood. Yeah. It just comes from what are the things that you're desiring and are you checking those things and submitting those things to God? And people are like, oh, you know, the, the temptation in Hollywood is great. I don't find it any greater than no matter whatever you want to do. <laughs> if, if you're a doctor and you want to be a successful doctor, you're going to be tempted yeah. on how am I going to get there? No temptation has seized you except which is common to man. That's it's right. A common experience. It's a common experience. I, I find that, you know, um, money, success, those things, they're simply uh, reveal what's on the inside. That's they right. Don't, you know, people have this idea, well, I, you know, I don't want to be rich because I know rich people fall into, you know, it, it's, no, it's, it's people fall into stuff. Absolutely. Based on where the, the disposition, I love how you said that, of their heart. And those things, money just reveals that. Success just reveals where your heart, you know, the reason those people that maybe that don't have the access to that aren't That's doing right. it is because they don't have the access. They want to That's right. in their heart, but they're That's not right. there yet. So talk to me about how do you keep yourself grounded in the midst of this? You know, you've had a lot of success. You've gotten a lot of attention. Uh, you know, you were named, I believe, uh, top 100 most influential African-Americans yeah. in, in the yeah. nation, which congratulations yeah. on you. that. Thank you. Um, and, and so, you know, how do you deal with some of that? What does your spiritual walk look like? 
you know, how you define that for me a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I deal with it, you know, one, understanding that, you know, it's God who is, is doing it and brought me this far and, and, uh, and I still have a long way to go. You know, I'm certainly not at the top of whatever mountain I'm climbing. I feel like, you know, I'm climbing the mountain. I'm further than where I was last year, but I'm certainly not there. Mm. So that, that just in and of itself is a, is a very humble uh, journey for me. And, uh, you know, understanding that there's so much more to do. And, um, you know, and, I, and I've had the benefit of being behind the scenes for so long. And, you know, I got started when I was 18 in, yeah. in the business. And I've able to, been able to see so much in so many people and so many careers and really study where they missed it. Yeah. And so much of it comes to this issue of humility mm. and ego and pride. Yeah. And so I do my best to, one, be assertive over the things that I feel like I need to be assertive of. You yeah. know, not be taken advantage of, not be a doormat, but make sure that those things are in service of what is just, not just for my ego. Mm -hmm. And there's a difference. Yeah. There are certain things you got to fight for in your career that are just. Yeah. And there are certain things that are just ego. Mm -hmm. So having the wisdom to know the difference and whenever I get into that just ego territory, yeah. God slapping my hand, yeah. saying, hey, and then I, me being convicted and saying, oh God, I'm sorry, I repent. <laughs> you know, and, that, and those things have happened at times for sure. Yeah. It's been a journey. And that's the other thing that I think is so, um, we don't give ourselves enough credit in the, in the faith community. It's a journey, mm -hmm. okay? <laughs> As David said, you know, hey, he was born in sin, shape and iniquity. So were we. Yeah. And this is a journey and there are gonna be times we're gonna miss it. There are gonna be times where we miss the mark, but that's where grace and mercy comes in. And we're so hard on ourselves. Yeah. And we don't give ourselves one iota mm. to make a mistake. It's gonna happen. I don't right. care who you are, it's right. gonna happen. So we need to be a little bit easier on ourselves. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean that we give ourselves a pass just to be sinful, no. Right. But understand, this is the journey. Right. And what I may have done last year as I become into more wisdom and knowledge and, and a better understanding of who God is and what he wants me to do, I may not do that this year. Right. But just because I did it last year with the truth that I had, it's okay to say, you know, hey, I'm making adjustments. We're all yep. learning. Yep. And so that's how I stay humble. I'm learning. I'm on a journey. I'm not there yet. I'm trying. And I'm just trying to be the best steward of what God has given me in this moment. Yeah. Understanding that that changes. Yeah. And, but my conviction and my, my desire to please him, my desire to bring hope and inspiration to the world, that's, that's consistent. Mm. And that's what I'm here to do. I'm, I'm not in Hollywood for fame. I'm not in Hollywood for money. I'm not even in Hollywood for stature. You know, I'm in Hollywood because there are people that gotta be reached. Right. There, and, and, and I'm not in Hollywood just, you know, make, for making movies. I'm like, hey, I'm here to write books. I'm, you know, doing a lot of stuff with Dr. Oz on, on television. You know, I'm producing television. So I'm like, how can I use every area of yeah. this, this entertainment business to use it as a medium for light yeah. and, and make great content, whether I'm on television with Dr. Oz. If you enjoyed what you've heard so far on the Lucas Miles show, I hope so. But if you are somebody who's out there and you're going, I need more of this, well, I have some good news for you. If you go to the app store, you can download an app called the Oasis Network for Churches. That's the Oasis Network for Churches. And it is a free podcast and you can listen to my Sunday morning sermons, messages. Uh, there's free videos on there, all sorts of goodies. And you can also live stream the Sunday morning services at the church that I speak at, which is Oasis Church in Granger, Indiana. And uh, you can visit that through the App Store. And now back to our guest on the Lucas Miles Show.
codependency totally. that is developed, so we've developed good. on God. Which, so good. You know, we think we're supposed to be dependent upon God. We are, so but we're good. not supposed to be codependent upon him. Yeah, and that's a whole different thing. It is, because, but then what, here's what happens. You're not to get into the psychology of, of spirituality per se, but we all have a dream. We all have a desire. We all have an ambition. Tethered with that is disappointment mm. because we've tried it or we wanted to try it, but we didn't. And yeah. so we're disappointed. So what we do in order to feel better about how we live, we just say, oh, it wasn't God's will. Yes. Oh, I'm praying on it. Takes the responsibility off of it us. It takes the responsibility off of us, puts it back on him yep. so we can actually cope day to day. Yes. What I'm saying is that you will know if it's God's will as you endeavor to do it. Mm. You cannot intellectualize what God has called you to do. Right. So yes, you must pray for guidance. I pray for guidance every day. You know, you asked the question earlier, how to stay grounded. You know, I read it, the word every day, every morning. I do my affirmations. You know, I make sure that I pray every morning. I, you know, pray throughout the day. But I'm also studying the industry that I'm in. Yeah. I'm also getting advice. I'm also, you know, pushing. I'm also preparing. I'm also saying, God, I think you're in this. Let me make the phone call. Let me send the email. Let me take the meeting. Right. Let me search for you. And anything that you're, is not yours, show me. Mm-hmm. And anything that is yours, show me as well. Yeah. But it's a process of action, not a process of just sitting there hoping that one day it's going to happen. If you enjoyed what you've heard so far on the Lucas Miles Show, I hope so. But if you are somebody who's out there and you're going, I need more of this, well, I have some good news for you. If you go to the App Store, you can download an app called the Oasis Network for Churches. That's the Oasis Network for Churches. And it is a free podcast, and you can listen to my Sunday morning sermons, messages. Uh, there's free videos on there, all sorts of goodies. And you can also live stream the Sunday morning services at the church that I speak at, which is Oasis Church in Granger, Indiana. And uh, you can visit that through the App Store. And now back to our guest on The Lucas Miles Show. I love, you know, kind of going back here in the conversation. You know, you talked about Christians kind of running from things like Hollywood. And I, I've always said that the two most influential places, I think, in, in, in the nation, at least, if not the world, are D.C. and L.A. Absolutely. And historically, Christians Absolutely. have been very, we've, we've cast stones at both of those places. We've been <laughs> yeah. afraid to get in them. And I think that, that I think that's changing. We're certainly seeing that change in Hollywood, and I and I'm, I'm hoping that's changing in, in D.C. as well. But the, um, you know, as we as we look at this, um, it's, you know, this word that you said, humility. And yeah. I think that is one of the most misunderstood words, yes. you know, that there is. Because we think humility is, is a lot of times we consider somebody humble if they're self-abasing. You know, you tell them, oh, you did a good job singing. And they're like, well, I have a cough this yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, totally. And, you know, You're right. Down. You're right. But, you know, I, you know, when you look at Scripture, again, going back to Moses, he says that, he says that, um, it writes in, ex, or in, in the Bible, it says that Moses was the most humble man in all the land. Now, the interesting thing about that is Moses wrote that about himself, you know, and, and, and I, I always I love say it. that humility is being able to say about yourself what God says about you. That's right. You know, the, the person who is, is um, you know, if I go in a room and I say, hey, who's the most humble person in the room? And I'm in a room with a bunch of producers. And, you know, the arrogant guy goes, well, I am probably the most humble, but I don't want to raise my hand because everybody's yeah. going to think I'm arrogant. That's you right. know, the self-abasing guy goes, uh, you know, well, I know it's not me. Totally. Only oh, the shucks. guy that can say, you know what? I know who God's called me to be. That's right. And that's who I'm going to be today. That's right. That's it is. You know, and I, and I see you doing that. And so, you know, kudos to that. Oh, I mean, just, you. you know, walking in 
you know, your calling and as you've, you know, um, uh, you know, just see those things played out. Yeah. But, you know, in this process, you've not been doing this alone. Your wife's been with you in this. That's right. And you, That's guys, right. you guys put out a book together in we the past. Did. Am I right? Yeah, we did. We put out a book last uh, last spring, uh, February of last year okay. called The Weight. Yeah. Uh, the power, you know, how to find the love of your life and the life you love. And it's all about the power of practicing delayed gratification in relationships, oh. which means waiting for sex until marriage. Yes. And uh, we talk about the value of what that did for our marriage and mm -hmm. our relationship. And, uh, you know, we really wanted to put that in the culture. Yeah. And, and it's not an easy thing to do, but we wanted to, sometimes in the church, the church just says do it. Yeah. They don't always give you the understanding of how to do it yes. and why to do it. And we wanted to unpack that from a personal standpoint so that people really get the sense of what it'll do for your life. And the yeah. blessing is that the book has just taken off and you know, all being read, read all around the world awesome. and it's changing lives and changing hearts and changing relationships. And that's, that was our, our hope and our prayer that mm -hmm. that's what God would do, uh, that we could use our story to touch people. You know, what I love about what I've seen on that is it's not just a thou shalt not, it's here's the benefits and here's the blessing that you can have that's right. in your life. You know, I, I, grew up in, I grew up in a church, funny story, where we, um, you know, it was very, it was denominational church, very, you know, uh, fa fairly conservative and, and strict and things. And every year they would do with our small youth group a don't have sex before marriage campaign, you know, which, which I applaud and I believe in. Right. Okay? But they would, it was all fear tactics. They would bring in speakers that had HIV oh my and, and talk to people. And in a period of five years in this little church, 13 girls got pregnant. Absolutely. Everybody was thinking about sex all the time, you know, because <laughs> the law makes sin increase, right? And, and there's no, and there was no, you know, perspective on, okay, here's why I'm waiting because I'm making a choice to wait right. because of what I want. Right. It's like, if you say just don't, okay, here's, here's the cookies, here's the donuts, don't eat them. <laughs> right. But what you gonna do when you get hungry? <laughs> right, exactly. You're gonna eat them. Exactly. Bottom line, it's like, but here, here's the reason why I'm not gonna eat the donuts because I wanna lose X amount of weight because this is how I wanna look. Right. This is how I wanna feel. Okay, all right, cool. So I see the donuts, but there's gotta be a granola bar around here somewhere. Yes. Because I want the granola bar because it, it aligns with my goals, where I'm going. Absolutely. It is a perspective shift. No, I love that. I love that. Now, what was it like, um, you know, the, the, the mechanical side of sitting down and writing a book with your wife? Was that a challenging process? Yes. <laughs> yes. My wife was very yes. involved in editing my book, so oh, I, I'm boy. curious on what's yeah, happening. Yeah, we, I have, the good thing is I have a co-author. His name is Tim Vandehey. Okay. Uh, he's been a great collaborator and partner, and we did my first book together, Produced by Faith. He also helped us with the weight, and he's helping me with the Hollywood Commandments. And so, you know, he and I have a flow. Yet when my wife was involved, you know, <laughs> the flow's she, different she was also stuff, shooting yeah. a film. So yeah. it's like, I mean, you know, she would go through the, 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 um, the chapters and, and then she would have me and Tim make the revisions. And if yeah. there's any word misspelled or <laughs> not what she wrote down, she's like, that's not what I said. <laughs> so she was very meticulous about that. But the good thing about that is that when you read the book, people really feel the authenticity of our voice yeah. and our story, which uh, it really resonates. Mm. And so I love that. And yeah. uh, you know, her and I are talking about what our next book might be. That's awesome. And we're, you know, we'll probably do that in the next couple of years. It's a great marriage builder. It is. Sitting it down is. and having that experience. Well, my is. wife and I, I, I spent several years writing my book and before I, and my wife's a master editor. And so she sat down and then started helping me through that process. And early on, I was like, 
you can't change that. That's you're gonna, you know, that's my words. Yeah. And after a while, you know, just learning to be able to trust each other and where that is. I mean, it, it you know, coming through the other side of it, it's it's been an awesome experience. Oh, right on. I, I don't know how she's feeling because book number two is coming up for me. So we'll oh, see. Yeah? We'll see if we can What's make it through. Call? The second. What's the call? It, it, I, I'm not actually able to say the name yet. Okay. Um, but it's kind of a follow up. Good God is something I went into and really tried to. I basically said I'm doing PR for God. I'm, 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 you know, there's so many people that see God as a causation of their problems. Kind of what you were talking about mm-hmm. earlier. This idea of we, you know, we want to put responsibility on God. It's, you know, it's the woman you put here made me do this, as That's opposed right. to my own choices. That's right. Whereas I did this. Yes. Yes. And so I really go through and I kind of dispel a lot of these myths about the character and the nature of God. The second book is going to be more about how do we, now that we know He's good, how do we start building intimacy with Him, and what does that look mm. like as we walk through that path? Love so that. I'll, I'll definitely get you a copy here Please. as that comes. So, Sounds great, Devon. It's been really great to have you on the show. Um, oh, make, man. make a couple. Of Final right plugs on. here. Where can people hear or where can people see the star and when um, is that coming yes, out? Yes, the star comes out November 10th. It'll be in theaters all across the country, right in time for Thanksgiving and the holiday season. And, you know, the music in it's going to be great. The humor is going to be great. And we're just so excited to be able to bring this animated film. Separate to soundtrack life. coming out as well with yes, this? Okay. Yes, yes. So we're in the process of working that out now. So you can uh, catch more information there on the starmovie.com. 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 And then, um, you know, you can check me out at devonfranklin.com. I'm also on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram under the uh, handle at Devon Franklin, capital D-E, capital V-O-N, F-R-A-N-K-L-I-N. Perfect. All right. And we'll put all that info in the show notes that's available for everybody. Okay. Devon, such a pleasure to Thanks, have you Lucas, on today. Man. Thanks Appreciate for being it. here. Can't wait to come back. Absolutely. We'll do that. Okay. If you've enjoyed listening so far to the Lucas Miles Show, then I would like to invite you to head over to my website at lucasmiles.org. That's lucasmiles.org. And there you can find all sorts of goodies like my ebook, Unstoppable Grace, as well as my book, Good God. Also, if you haven't yet gone to lucasmiles.org slash missing chapter, you can go there and you can download a super secret chapter x we're calling it that didn't make it into good god but i think it's got all sorts of great material and resources for you so in the topic of that chapter is the story of authority so make sure and head over there and grab that it's at lucasmiles.org slash missing chapter and please let us know what you think